music, arts, and lifestyle. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. You're hearing all about the songwriting process from singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, Matt will be passing through town July 5th at Stir Concert Cove in Council Bluffs with Gavin DeGraw. Now, this is a replay of our interview with Matt about a year ago, and he shares a lot of insider information about songwriting. So what have you learned about yourself in this career? Oh, man. I mean, it's funny because the career is so tied to your personal self. It's all just one big learning curve. Uh, Again, I think I'm sort of just figuring out all the stuff I'm talking about, that it's about being the best you and figuring out how to let your voice come through without the assassin taking it right. out. You know, whoever that is. Whether it's inside your head or, yeah, yeah. or on the some, marketing staff. Or some right? schmuck that like, doesn't know what he's doing uh, or she's doing. It's, like, it's, it's hilarious. But yeah, that's I think what I've learned is that the currency and what's important is really like your unique self. And do you feel like you handle pressure well? Yeah, I got a pretty good game face. Yeah. So I feel like whether inside I'm freaking out or whatever, yes. whatever situation, but... Nine times out of ten, I feel pretty confident that I can kind of roll. Yep. Now, you've done Letterman, Ellen, the CMAs, The Bachelor. Yeah. Any fun behind the scenes? All fun, man. (laughs) Brett Michaels, my my buddy Brett from Poison, was on The Ellen Show with us. That was fun. Okay. Like, that was totally fun. And uh, (laughs) we always seem to get, for the late night shows, we always get sort of strange guests. Like, guests that, like, we just missed, like, like John Malkovich by one night. You know, like, these acting, like, legends. (laughs) And we get, like, the dude that voiced the car in. You know what right. I mean? Like, we're always... Yes, kind of um, off the wall. Yeah. Person. But so having Brett at that Ellen thing was great. And, and it's always fun. I mean, a lot of the late night people are really nice. Jay Leno is the nicest. He mm-hmm. comes in every time we yeah. play and comes right into the dressing room. And and Conan is the nicest. And since, you know, the Boston connection with both Jay oh, and Conan. Yeah. So they're super easy to talk to. And right. Jimmy Kimmel's great. Letterman is sort of the guy I grew up adoring and uh-huh. he is sort of the least accessible which is fine because i kind of want to keep him like in amber you yeah, know what i mean right. like he can remain the day who right. he is he's uh-huh. left and then and howard stern was kind of the highlight of my in terms of like the things that i've done it just because i love it's fun man it's uh-huh. it's fun to be able to sort of like hang out with people that you grew up that idolizing you, yeah, that you grew of, up yeah. idolizing and that are just really at the top of their game like okay, it's yeah. fun to sort of be around people that are that good yes. like watching ellen work a room is like there's nobody that does it like she does it yeah it's nice to be at the foot of that kind of greatness Mm -hmm. yeah and what about the kelly clarkson tour kelly was fun i've done a lot of those like pink and maroon five and okay Okay. the train guys i've toured with a bunch and and so it's always fun to do that kind of stuff because it's always fun to people's crowds are always different such Uh a big world that yes Kelly's fans are different than, yeah. you know. Hence you having to pull out the side of yourself that appeals to the different right. people that you're on tour with. You definitely yeah. feel a sense <laughs> of like, and my manager said it best. He's in, my new manager who came on kind of after the Kelly tour. Kind of the idea that like, look, you can't be everybody's favorite. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You kind of just have to be your, your favorite. Right. And then like, like that will translate to the people that it needs to translate to. And, mm-hmm. that, and that was really it. It was like sort of like I'm sort of done shielding the parts of me that are you know yeah that's neat but you know i think that transfers into any industry though not just music everything as a human like human being if human beings were more uniquely themselves and unabashedly confidently who they were it would be a much better world because we wouldn't be so fearful and followers and Mm -hmm. doing things that maybe weren't in the best interest of like 
humanity. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's what's so great about being able to do art as a job. Because it really focuses that. It's a real piece. one-to-one. You really mm-hmm. get like a real direct correlation to mm-hmm. how your life is evolving or not evolving in the music you make. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. You're hearing from singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You can catch him and Gavin DeGraw when they come through town July 5th at the Stir Concert Cove in Council Bluffs. Matt, what is your own personal fashion style? Oh, we call it homeless chic. That's what my <laughs> wife calls it. Homeless chic. Yeah. I love homeless it. Chic. She does. She'll be like, oh, rocking the homeless chic today, huh? When I'm home, I, I definitely do not look. Okay, now that you've brought up your wife, I have a question. Uh, yeah. Now, your lyrics are very passionate. They're very... Yeah. Lovey. Lovey. Yeah. <laughs> so now, what would she say? Are you that kind of husband? Are you that kind of guy? Or Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know what she'd say, but I feel like I'm a passionate human being for sure on okay. all levels. So so I'm sure at a point she'd say he's real passionate like about things that, or he's real passionate. You know, like I'm sure right. there's happy, like in, passionate in moments. In a good way and in yeah, the bad yeah, yeah, way. And like, geez, <laughs> enough with the, the passion. With the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and you have a daughter. And I do, yeah. How old is she? She's just turned three. Okay, so now how has oh. your approach to your music and the whole industry changed? With- it's funny. She's just awesome. I just sort of has centered me a little bit more in, in the fact that I just don't take it as seriously as I did. Yeah. Because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. She's just kind of awesome, and you just kind of want to not get in the way of her becoming, staying as fantastic and wide open as she is. Yes. I really enjoy playing on stage and writing and recording more than I ever have before. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's cool. It's a nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice thing how that works. So have you written a lullaby for her yet? I haven't. I think some lyrics that are, there's a song called Birthday Girl on the new record that is definitely yeah. about her. Okay. Someone said that I have a song called Faster, which was not at all about her. <laughs> right. That somebody yeah, said. Yeah, I heard that one. That I don't they think said, so. They said, that's kind of about your daughter. And I was like, I, ah. that's impossible. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, it's kind of, parts of it are this sort of madness that takes place with a kid is uh-huh. the same madness that right. takes place when you're okay. deeply in love with somebody. You know, it's the sure. same kind so of. So you can't adapt yeah. that so a little bit. Yeah, so I got yeah. it a little. I was like, yeah. oh, that's okay. weird. Like I, I thought it. about it one day and I was like, oh, that's strange and gross and strange and awesome. Okay, I'm into that. Now, would you encourage your daughter to go into music or into the music Yeah, no, dude, I'll encourage her to do whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah like that's. Whatever's natural. Yeah, whatever yeah. she's down with, man. I sort of fear her. The, her human collision moments, even though it's crucial to people, when you when you have such this like porcelain, like perfect, like yeah. mind that's just like expanding and learning things, and then I just think about all she's gonna have to handle. It's a bummer, but she's a powerful little lady, so she'll get it going. And on. it sounds like she's got some good guidance. Oh well, thank you. Uh, we'll see about that. I'm putting the money away for therapy now. <laughs> Perfect. Smart thing. No, I'm kidding. Well, this was an awesome chat, and thank you so yeah. much for joining Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, it was awesome. great. Singer-songwriter Matt Nathanson on songwriting, fatherhood, and finding your authentic self. You can catch Matt at the Stir Concert Cove July 5th, along with Gavin DeGraw. Don't go anywhere. More coming your way. Yes, we've come to the end of Hour 1, and we have Hour 2 all prepped and ready for you. When we come back, we have Tyler Farr. He's an up-and-coming country music artist who already has a few hits under his belt. 
Also, get ready to swing with the king of swings, son. Louis Prima Jr. is here to tell you all about his new album, his father's legacy, and what kind of a dad his father was. All coming your way this Father's Day weekend. And if you're a dad or a father figure, we want to wish you a very relaxing, fun, and do-what-you-want-to-do kind of weekend. This is the Mulberry Lane Show, taking you to break with Matt Nathanson. We'll be right back. It's amazing The look in your eyes Like you could save me But you won't even try And then you tell me again How everything will be alright And if I told you that I'm sorry Would you tell me You were wrong Would you hold me down forever If I came to you for answers I saw Pictures in my head And I swear I saw you opening up again Cause I would 